0: 18 plus.
1: Spotlight, a podcast series by Celtic Down Under. I'm your host Jared and today's podcast is on the Jocksteen CSC in Melbourne, Australia. Hope you enjoy it. So we're doing a uh, podcast series on all the local CSCs here in Australia. Um, So just want to find out a bit of information on the Jocksteen Melbourne CSC, when it was founded and by who?
0: Yeah, well probably uh, founded I guess around about 20 to 25 years ago uh, in Melbourne, uh, Sean Fitzgerald, Stephen McKay and Billy McLaughlin set it up, um, and that was generally run out of Father uh, Flanagan's up in Collingwood initially. And then as things sort of pro- progressed, the, the club sort of moved moved around uh, moved around a bit, um, and as technology got got better as well, you know, um, we were able to to see some uh, some more of the games. Um, I know when it first started, it was um, it was more of a get together with the VHS videotapes being being sent over so you could watch the highlights of the game. Sometimes even getting together to to listen to it on the radio. Then guys from from Father Flanagan's down to the to the Paint on punt in Saint Kilda, and that was probably about 2000 and maybe 2007 or so. And since that time, we've generally been based in around St Kilda, you know, having having to move a few times to the Elephant and Wheelbarrow, into to St Kilda, and then through, further down to the Dick about five five years ago, and then most recently we've been located at the at the Vine in Richmond, um, who have been uh, fantastic to us over the last uh, year or two, um, which is where we we're we now catch up for catch up for the games.
1: Yeah, that being my local um, CSC that I'll come down to for games as well, it's always good. I to... really loved it when we were at the Elephant and Wheelberry. That was a real good setup up there. Um, then the Dick was also great, and then the Vine, uh, that's pretty impressive as well. So we've always got a good venue there. So um, how regularly are games shown at the CSC, and how many members are there currently?
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the games are, are largely dependent on when uh, BN have... Half... Have the celtic have the Celtic game on we don't have the the Celtic TV set up as yet in the in the club but we are looking to to get that in uh, we are contemplating getting it this year but obviously with the Celtic being in the Europa League and the time of the games is the games are going to be largely on a Sunday uh, and when the clocks go back and forward and the difference is 11 hours you know the, the, the games are really midnight 1 a.m and it doesn't make that much commercial sense if you like for the for the Pop to get these the Celtic TV in, but hopefully um, as we go forward and potentially get into the Champions League, then it, it makes much more sense. So the games are generally showing uh, whenever the sort of the, the larger games are there. Or they got the early kickoffs like this week coming up. There's a Hibs game on Saturday night at half past nine, um, which is a which is a great time for for us over here in Melbourne to to watch the games. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a number of different games. Um, that get shown in terms of members, you know, we've probably went from strength to strength each each year. So we're probably got about seventy to eighty pay, paid up members um, for the year. Um, so the clubs, the clubs going really well, and um, I think that's driven a lot by sort of the the atmosphere that we get at, at the clubs, which we, we organise live music uh, for all of the the Rangers games, which are which are there, which really helps people to sort of get into the swing of things and enjoy a, a couple of beers. The pub at the Vine are, are really accommodating, as you've probably seen, Jared. Um, they let us hire out the entire downstairs part and just uh, block it off for, for all Celtic fans. And the the staff at the Vine are actually doing the Celtic strips as well um, from, from many from many different years, um, which uh, just makes everyone feel welcome. It's, uh, it's, it's, going, it's going pretty well, um, I have to say.
1: Yeah, it's a great touch by the guys at, um, at the Vine who are... Um wearing the strips it's uh walked in with one of my mates who's not even a Celtic fan and he was like I can't believe that that's just such a great great touch that they do that so yeah big fan of that that place there.
0: yeah so, yes yeah, it's just it's exactly the, the actual location is great as well you know transports easy to get to um it's just based its based in Richmond you know trains and trams everywhere
1: yeah, exactly and main roads not far away for those who got to drive in as well so with plenty <laughs> of parking so that was the one issue I had when we were down at the Dick where there was, like, very little car parking nearby. But, yeah, this is a really good spot, so happy days. Now, yeah. with the memberships, what's the process to become a member at the CSC, and how much does it cost?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no... We don't really have a process per se. I usually just take care of... Uh, ask people to send me messages, and I'll organise the cards. So in terms of the, the process, we, we ask people to pay in advance if they can. Uh, we, we charge $50 for, for the year, and that gets you entry to, to the, all the all the games throughout the, throughout the year. We also have a, a family Christmas barbecue which we run, which is free for, for members and potentially other events during the during the year, um, which is pretty good. And then with each membership, in the last couple of years, we've given out badges or a, a, a Celtics Celtic Supporters Club scarf or a hat or a beanie, and it was part of that part of that package. And the, the, the club itself, um, obviously we don't have to pay for to, to screen the games, but we sort of just try and uphold sort of the ethos, if you like, of what Celtic was founded, which is to try and help others in need. And we do a lot of work in that area. So the money we, we raise all ends up going out to, to charity. And I, mean, I think say, people be charging everybody $10 for the, the larger games, the Rangers games, and it just helps to... To okay. help those more, less fortunate than, than ourselves, I guess in the lucky country that is a, that is Australia,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and so, it is. Every, everyone's everyone's welcome. You know, if anybody wants to go, you mentioned earlier the they're about you coming down with your friends. who's not even a Celtic fan. You know, people are more than welcome um, at the club to to a certain extent, obviously.
1: Yeah, as long as they're not well Rangers. <laughs> hey. That's
0: it. That's it. All
1: right. So you just mentioned about the. Um giving to charities so i know there was um one with a kitchen in previous years that, we, that money was gave to and i know on match days there's usually a goal score like goal, first goal raffle and stuff like that yeah. done so i don't want to tell us a bit about what charities are supported if is the csc linked to any local clubs at all yeah
0: Just yeah that sort of stuff. i mean yeah, we've over the, in this time that I've certainly been involved more heavily with the club. We've gave a considerable amount of money to, to charity. I think last year we managed to give about ten thousand dollars to different charities, and before that it's been four thousand, five thousand dollars as well. Um, I think in the past we've given money to the sort of the local St Kilda charities. Do we have to help the help the homeless there? Uh, but more recently we've we've been donating to the Celtic Foundation, um, and part of the 67 Kitchens initiative, which is one of uh, which we sponsor one of them uh, through the Celtic Foundation. Obviously, um, and that that goes a long way to helping to helping the, the kids in less fortunate countries. Um, in the last couple of years as well, we've had. Been um, asked to help the Loaves and Fishes Charity, which is a a charity set up in East Kilbride, um, which is uh, yeah, designed to help those who are struggling to make ends meet, if you like, and help to provide food um, for for those families. Um, and Kieran tea on the actually provided us with a number of different signed uh, Celtic shirts for us to raffle off or auction off on the night, which um, a lot of the, the members would have seen. And um, we also must give give one of those shirts to to the Perth CSC who managed to raise money for that charity as well um, and I think that's one of the things which, which is really good in, in Australia. Um, we've got all the CSCs band together quite well um, to try and help those which are, in, which are in need and there's been a number of instances where some members have been unwell um, or families are going through hard times when the clubs have sort of came together and tried to provide some financial assistance where where possible to, to help others out and i think it's uh it's great to be able to do that um, across the, the whole of australia in terms of other charities that we we've looked at and um, some of them are sort of they come and go one of our members johnny stewart is off to everest base camp at the minute and um, raising money for the children's hospice so we've sort of sponsored him we we had a charity event at the last celtic rangers game at the end of last year to help help him out with. Um, yeah, we've also signed shirts and raffles, and um, to, to do that, I mean, we, again, we managed to give about I think over a thousand dollars to to him as part of the for the children's hospice. So, um, it's just a bit of, I mean, it's, I guess that's that's the reason why we sort of run these clubs. or one of the reasons is to be able to help help these people, and it's a I guess it's a big thanks out to the to the members of the club who come and support um, Celtic and also support the charities that. At the, at the same time, um, I think one of the biggest things we have ever done in the, the club was a few years ago when um, a well known member around Australia, Angina Kelly, um, actually Andrea Kenny, sorry, passed away um, unfortunately from cancer. And we had a, a fundraiser for for Brian or her husband and the, and the two kids. And between all the CSCs across Australia, we, we raised up to around about thirty thousand um, dollars. And in, in the, through the one event, through different signed shirts at different clubs, and donations from different clubs, donations from from, from charities, uh, donations from individuals such as uh, Celtic number plates, I and mean, when all all of that came together, uh, fantastically well, I and mean, there's a hedge hedge people's heads getting shaved. Um, to, to all to raise money for, for the charity so I mean easily in the last if you include that easily in the last four or five years uh, we've certainly raised about $50,000 $50, for charity which is um, which is fantastic for, for for a club our size
1: It's great considering how far away from actual Glasgow we are but at the end of the day it's still a club like no other and that's just the Celtic way we all like to if people need help hands go in the pockets or you get around each other so it's great to be part of it so yeah, that's um, it's always great seeing at the end of the year when the post cup saying we're giving this much to 67 Kitchens or this much to yeah. this local club. It's always, you look at it and go, wow, we raised that much yeah. during the year. Great job, guys. So yeah. Keep up
0: the yeah, exactly right. And I think that's appreciated by, certainly for the Celtic Foundation, I think they've given us a, a signed Celtic shirt as well, uh, where we can then... Raffle that off to to the members, um, and they can it can be Australia wide as well. So they they recognise the good work that we're doing as well. And you sort of get rewarded by getting another Saint Celtic shirt, which you can which you can raffle off, and everyone, and you know, see everyone bands together, and five dollars or ten dollars from each individual person is not not a lot, but when it all comes as a collective, when you've got 200 people at a Rangers game, and let's say there's four or five of them a year, you know that's. A lot of money that can be raised um, quite quickly and and easily. Um, so again, just a thanks to everyone who, who does support does support our work um, through the charities.
1: Yeah. Okay. So just chopping over. to so just want to know about any memorable nights or matches that the CSC has hosted and what may, why it was so memorable. I know for myself personally, being at the Elephant and Wheelbarrow the first year when we beat Aberdeen for the. Um, Invincible treble, first season under Rodgers. What a night!
0: Yeah, um, yeah, that was that was a good night. Fun, funnily enough, the um, the game before that, when we won five one um, at Ibrox, that is memorable. Well, obviously for the result, but if if you haven't seen it, you should go on YouTube and just like uh, I think if you if you YouTube Celtic Rangers Melbourne, there'll be a about a nine or a ten-minute time-lapse video, which was prepared by by Pat Close, and when we were setting up for the game, about seven o'clock at, at night, um, Pat set up a camera at the front of the stage, and nobody knew it was there. I didn't tell anybody it was there, and it recorded live the the, the crowd um, as to what what was what was happening. So there was no often you look on YouTube, you look at Facebook, people record. The crowd after the event, so you miss the sort of excitement before the the actual goal is scored or, or whatever it might be. But because it was recorded live, you see the emotions, um, the, the sort of the exhilaration if you like on everyone's faces when the actual event occurs. And I'd encourage i encourage people to go and have a look. It's a it's a great piece of work um, that was that was done by Pat, and it really helped actually raise our profile. The the, the video got tweeted by Celtic FC itself it went around it around the whole of Australia around the world so it was it was great
1: yeah that was an uh, interesting one considering I was in the back corner when that video happened so, uh, <laughs> I, I, not, as you said no one knew it was there I can vouch for you on that I'm standing there and then all of a sudden I'm, this video and there's like I'm like okay, okay nowhere near that so that was good but yeah that was brilliant like nice little surprise you see that go up online and you're just like okay never seen that done before that was great so uh
0: yeah, this is a bit of a genius work by by Pat there, and that, that actually helped raise raise the profile of the, of the club as well.
1: Yeah. Now, have you had any former players or any famous fans attend the CSC over the years?
0: Um, yeah, there's, there's been there's been a, there's probably been a few. I think Eddie Jordan was was in the club many 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 years back. Um, there's also Jonathan Gold came down for, for one of the games that must have been two thousand 9, 10, around, around that time, and just was the last. Last last month, Scott McDonald was in uh, to watch to watch the game, and he was excellent. I was to say he was excellent with all the all the supporters down there. Uh, everybody was wanting to get a get a picture, and he just made time for for everyone, and that was that was fantastic.
1: Um,
0: so, yeah, having Scott McDonald in was was great.
1: Good to see the local boy come home, come back to Melbourne, and come into the supporters' yeah. clubs. That's always great to see as well. Yeah, I think he's probably earned uh, the,
0: the club a few new supporters um, for next for next year.
1: Yep, exactly. So between the fifth to the eighth of June, twenty twenty, there's the Huddle Down Under in Melbourne. Uh, do you want to tell us a bit about that? Considering the C is going to be hosting it.
0: Yeah, yeah. The Huddle Down Under is an event that happens every every two years, and it's generally hosted in different cities around Australia. Uh, this year or uh, next year I should say, 2020, it'll be in, in Melbourne uh, on the 5th to the 8th. Uh, the format generally will be how it generally plays out, which is golf, will be on the Friday for those that are interested in golf. For those not interested in golf, I dare say there'll be a couple of beverages consumed at, at the pub. And then on the Friday night, we'll, we'll generally have some live music for everyone. On the Saturday, there's generally a football match between the this, the host city if you like and the rest of the CSCs will band together to put out a, a, a team um, and yeah we'll just see, see how that goes before there'll be a, sort of a Q&A session and more live music on the Saturday night and for those still up and running on the Sunday there'll be a boat cruise being organised in the, in the afternoon for everyone to enjoy um, down, down, I guess down the banks of the Yarra and singing, a, singing a few songs, which will be, which will be great. It'll be good to, to get everyone together again. Um, yeah, it would go really well. Um, yeah, if anybody's got any questions, then um, you can certainly drop them, drop me a message. But there is a there is a Huddle Down Under Facebook page which has been set up, um, which will keep everyone up to date. So if you are planning to come to Melbourne for the Huddle Down Under, then uh, please join the the Facebook the Facebook page, and there'll be more information there.
1: Any news about the huddle down under twenty twenty that we hear, we'll put in all our other podcasts as well, as well, so that word gets out there. So we're happy to work alongside you on that because yeah, it's a great event. I'm looking forward to it being in my hometown, and uh, can't wait for it.
0: Yeah, no, it should be great. All these events are are, are really well run, and hopefully this one will be will be no will be no different.
1: Sounds great. So what we'll do is with uh, the. So there's a huddle down under Facebook page. I'll also go through all the other social media for the for the group. So on Facebook, there's it's called Melbourne Celtic Supporters Club group page on there. Yep. We've got as an Instagram page JSCSC underscore Melbourne.
0: Sounds about right.
1: And on Twitter, it's at JSCSC Melbourne or one word. So yep. if anyone wants to follow the uh, the supporters club there all the ways you can get in touch on social media as well
0: yep yep and uh, yeah everyone's, everyone's welcome to come down to any of the games we'll advertise all the games that we show on Facebook uh, so yeah just get get yourself down there when, when we're showing the games
1: alright thanks for your time Colin you got anything else you want to add about this ASC
0: no, no, as I say, there, is, there are
1: uh, other CSCs, but we'd encourage people to
0: to come down to the Jocksteen Supporters Club at the Vine, um, enjoy live music, enjoy the atmosphere. Uh, it's just it's, uh, great when everyone gets together and uh, to celebrate and hopefully we'll be celebrating a quadruple treble uh, come come May.
1: Sounds good to me. All right then, we'll Call that that the end of this. Thanks for your time, Colin. Appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Tell us a bit about your Celtic Supporters Club, the Jockstein Melbourne Celtic Supporters Club. Uh, Appreciate it. And hail, hail, everyone. (laughs)